Thanks for listening to the Highlands podcast. At Highlands, we believe in leading you into a growing relationship with Jesus and equipping you to have a life full of purpose as you build your faith. We can't wait for you to join us next weekend. But for now, enjoy this message from our communicators. Hey, how you doing? Good. My name's Murray, if we haven't met. And Kaz and I have the privilege of being one of the pastors here, or a couple who are pastors here at Highlands. And it's been about, we worked out it's been about six weeks, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. You haven't scared us off yet. And um, it's actually interesting, this morning at, at uh, Highfields, where we have the privilege of, of, uh, of leading, I had somebody come up to me and say, what's something that stood out about the church? What have you noticed about the church? And the first thing that we noticed about this church is how much your pastors love you. I don't know if that, that resonates with you or not, but to see the prayer that goes on for you, to see the way in our meetings, when Doug's having meetings around the Middle Ridge campus and when Ken comes in and leads and the way Moira and Sarah and the team pray continually for you. Now you say, well, that's the job of a pastor, isn't it? <laughs> well, it kind of is, yeah, that's true. But there is, a, there is a love that we have seen and experienced that is beautiful about this place. And so I just want, I just want to honour the, the team here um, and the things that we're picking up. We've been ministry, in ministry quite a few years, but the love and the way that we see the genuine love and affection and desire to see you either come to know Jesus or for Jesus to come even more alive in your life that these pastors have for you is just, just amazing. Um, while I was sitting there and worshipping, um, and I will get to the message in a minute, but while, while I was sitting there worshipping, I just felt we need to pray again right now. But I want you to pray for someone very special to you. I want you to pray for you. So here's what I want you to do. Because I don't want what I believe God has dropped in my heart to share tonight to get lost. I want every single one of us, and I include me in this because as I'm preaching, I'm asking God. Kaz, I might have shared this before if I have, bear with me, but before I get up to preach anywhere I'm at, if Kaz is with me in the room, she puts her hand on my shoulder just before I start to preach. And she, she prays a very simple prayer. And it's always very similar. It's always, Lord, would you speak through Murray? Would you use him as a conduit and speak to him and through him as he gets up to preach? And I really appreciate my wife because she knows me really well. And she knows that if I got up and preached what I thought was a good idea, it would fall flat. But when, when she says, use him as a conduit, speak to him first and through him, then I believe that God will use me. And I believe tonight that God wants to speak into your heart. So I want you to pray for you. So would you, would you, would you do me a favour? Would you place your hand on your chest, on your heart right now? Close your eyes. And I'm going to pray for all of us. But I want you to receive this prayer for you, praying for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we unpack your, open up your word and unpack it tonight, I pray in Jesus' name that this would not just be information that we, we hear. This would not just be good stuff that we know in our head, but you would use it to transform our lives. That every one of us would leave tonight changed because of you. Jesus, we are ready. Just say that. Jesus, I'm ready to receive from you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, let's go. Let's get into this. Do you know, I want to start with a two-word statement tonight that 
changed my world. A two-world statement that most of the world would say is unfathomable. A statement that when we embrace as truth in our lives will change everything. A two-word statement that will open up a brand new world for you. If you don't just hear it, but you believe it. You ready for the two words? Yeah. <laughs> Profound. God speaks. Oh, is that it, Mus? <laughs> when we understand the truth of that, that God speaks to you, He is speaking to you, He is speaking to me, and that He continually speaks, when we not just, oh yeah, I hear that, but when we truly get it, our worlds are changed forever. Our worlds are changed forever because when the God of the universe speaks to us and we recognise it and we hear His voice and we understand it and we start to live by what He says, our worlds are changed forever. It's a fact, the fact that God speaks, is a fact that distinguishes Christianity from every other major world religion. The fact that we get to have a personal relationship with the God of the universe, the God who created the heavens and the earth, you and I get to have a personal relationship with this God. Just let that sit for a minute. Because it's truth. You and I get to have a personal relationship with a God who has spoken, a God who spoke the world into being, and a God who is still speaking today to you and to me. You see, from the beginning of time, God desired to have an intimate relationship with you and me. A relationship that's filled with connection and communication and intimacy and love. He spoke the world into being. He spoke creation into being. And he continues to speak. And I know many of you are saying, I've heard this before, Murray, but I don't hear God. Stay tuned. Because I believe tonight you're going to get breakthrough. You're going to get breakthrough. You see, God speaks in various and creative ways. Our God is a creative God. If you look at the Scriptures, God speaks through dreams. You're, so you're thinking, Murray, it's the Lord. You could insert your name there. And he has, some people have heard the audible voice of God. I haven't. But I've heard God speak. So many ways in my life. You see, he speaks through dreams. He speaks through visions. He does speak through audible voices. He speaks through situations and circumstances. He speaks through inner impressions in our heart. He's spoken through prophets. He's spoken through angels. He's spoken through the Word of God, the Scriptures, the Bible. He's, he's spoken through writing on a wall. How cool would that have been just to be there and all of a sudden just see writing appear on a wall? In fact, God in His creative ways also spoke through a donkey, which is really encouraging because my wife tells me, if God can use a donkey, He can use you, Mus. You hang in there. You keep going. It's very encouraging, my wife. However, today, what I want to say to you is, and the reason we're doing this series, Insight and Foresight, is that one of the most common ways that God is speaking to us is through His Spirit, through His Holy Spirit. He's speaking and continues to speak. And Jesus taught about this. He taught about God's desire for closeness. He taught about the fact that it was so important that we connected with the Holy Spirit. And he taught in John chapter 16 and verse, from verse 7. I'm going to read from the Amplified Version, which doesn't mean I'm going to read really loud. What it means is it unpacks in even more detail. And I love this. 
See, Jesus was telling his disciples that he was going to be with God. And they were devastated. They had been walking with Jesus, living with Jesus, the Messiah. And he was saying, I'm, I'm going to be with the Father. And they were pleading with him, don't go. You've been leading us. We want you to keep leading us. And then Jesus shares this powerful truth about what was to come for them and for us. And he says this. This is Jesus talking to you and to me right now. He says, but I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. When Jesus says, this is your advantage, this is to your advantage, I lean in. You ever, ever read the Bible and there's certain things happening and you go, oh, hang on, I need to lean in right now. Or a preacher preaches and you need to lead in right now. This is a lean in moment. He says, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the amplified version says, the comforter, these, these are descriptions of the Holy Spirit, okay? He's a helper. He's a comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counsellor, the strengthener, the standby. He says, if I don't go, then these, this person of the Holy Spirit will not come to you. But if I do go, I will send him, the Holy Spirit, to you, to be in close fellowship with you. Not a distant God, close fellowship with you. And he when he comes, will convict the world about the sin, the, the guilt of sin and the need of a saviour. And he'll convict the world about righteousness and about judgment and about sin and the true nature of sin. Because they do not believe in me and my message about righteousness and the personal integrity and godly character because I am going to be going to my father and you will no longer see me. And then he says, he'll teach about judgment and the certainty of it. Because the ruler of this world, Satan, has been judged and condemned. And then he goes on in verse 12 and he says, I have many more things to, to, to say to you, but you cannot bear to hear them. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. Full and complete truth. The Holy Spirit's going to show you truth. Full and complete truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but he will speak whatever he hears from the Father, the message regarding the Son, Jesus. And he will disclose to you, he will disclose to you what's to come in the future. He will glorify and honour me because he, the Holy Spirit, will take from what is mine and will disclose it and reveal it to you. Now that's a big chunk of Scripture. What does all that mean? All that means that God is speaking through His Holy Spirit to you and I to reveal the truth about giving us insight about God and about Jesus and foresight, foresight about how we should live our lives. You see, in this series, Insight and Foresight, we want you to know that God is and always has been speaking to you, leading you, guiding you, but there's a problem. And I know you're all, not all of you, some of you are thinking this. But I don't know how to listen. I don't know how to hear the voice of God. I don't, you might be saying the Holy Spirit's speaking to me and I read that scripture and I hear what you're saying, but I don't understand. Let me help you. Maybe you just haven't understood the different ways that God does communicate. Or maybe you haven't wanted to hear, you truly haven't wanted to hear what God is saying, because he wants to say some things about the way you're living your life. Oh, I want to hear from God. 
but not about that. Maybe, maybe it's time for you and I just to go, God, speak to me. Maybe you're not hearing from God because you're so busy doing life that you've never positioned and postured yourself to actually hear from God. I know that's me sometimes. So I've got to tell you, as I'm, as I'm preaching this, God, as I prepare this, God has been speaking to me about Murray. What does it mean for you to posture and position to hear from me? Maybe, maybe you're secretly afraid that he actually doesn't speak to you. He only speaks to others. And so I'm not going to put myself in that place just in case he doesn't speak. Well, you can drop that one right now because I've shown you that he speaks. You can let that go. The good news is God is speaking to you right now. Maybe the problem for you is that we so, we're so intent on talking to and talking at God that we don't give Him a chance to speak to us. How many of us sit down to pray and we're going to pray and we're going to spend some time with God and God, I just could, would you do this and would you speak into this and would you do that and would you do that and God, would you do that and give me insight and give me wisdom about this and show me this in Jesus' name, amen. And then we go off and you know, God's there going, I had so much I wanted to show you. I had so much I wanted to tell you. Maybe it's just that you haven't realised he's been speaking to you. The Apostle Paul taught about this, about how God speaks to us in Romans chapter 8 and verse 16. He, he, says, he wrote this, he says, for, this, for His Holy Spirit speaks to us deep in our hearts and tells us that we really are God's children. And since we are His children, we will share His treasures. For all God gives to His Son Jesus is ours too. And he's saying, I've got so much for you. Are you ready? Will you, will, you, will you recline with me? Will you come to me? Will you allow yourself to be drawn to me? Acts 2 and verse 18 says, In those days, I will pour, God said, I will pour out my spirit on even my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. The prophet Joel says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. How many people's not on all people in this room? We're all followers of Jesus. God will pour out His Spirit on all people. Okay, Murray, great. That's great. So I'm with you so far. So what's God's voice? What's the Holy Spirit sound like? I'm glad you asked. See, in the Bible, there's a couple of images that are used to help us to understand what the Holy Spirit is truly like. Wind is one of them. And breath is another. Think about it. When you read through the Scriptures, often it talks about there's a Hebrew word called rauk, or the Greek is pneuma, and it's, it's, this, it's the breath or the wind of God. Now think about, I love the fact that the Scriptures talk about the Holy Spirit in this way. Because if you think about wind, if you're struggling to, to know what, is, what does it mean to listen to God, think about wind. See, we know... It's been a few windy days the last couple of days. We know when the wind's there because it blows against us. We feel the effects of the wind on our skin. It chills us or we get wind burn or it blasts us with sand. We don't see the wind, but we see the effects. We see the direct effects that the wind is having. And that's kind of like the way the Holy Spirit sometimes speaks to us. Or a breath. I love this. When we breathe, we breathe in and out. Now, until I mentioned the word breath and breathing in and out, you haven't even been thinking about breathing. You've just been doing it. It's just been happening without you even being aware. 
That's not the Holy Spirit's presence. Holy Spirit's there all the time. Sometimes though, we need to be aware. We need to lean in and go, okay, you are. You're with me always. And without breath, there's no life. And without the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us, there's no full life that God wants to bring. We're missing something in our lives because of that. There's another interesting thing about the Holy Spirit. You see, when Jesus was introducing the Holy Spirit to his disciples and this concept of the Holy Spirit to his disciples, he said this. He said, but I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth, and he will come to you from the Father and will testify about me. You see, we think of the Holy Spirit as an it. Now, I know I've used wind and breath as examples of the way the Spirit of God moves, but the Scriptures say very clearly the Holy Spirit's not an it, it's a person. He, the person of the Holy Spirit. Well, why would God refer to the Holy Spirit as a person? Because He's about relationship. God's always about relationship. There's not, the Holy Spirit's not this mysterious, out there, ooky, spooky spirit. It's the person, the Holy Spirit, that wants to walk with us if we're prepared to listen to him. I mentioned I've never yet heard an audible voice of God. Practically for me, the Holy Spirit speaks to me through like a distinct feeling. Like I'm praying about something and I just know that I know. And sometimes it's not, I don't necessarily want to know that if God wants to bring change into my life, but I just can't get rid of it. It's just there. I don't know if you, if, if you feel that way, but for, sometimes for me, if I'm praying for direction and then I get a sense around something and I just can't get rid of it, God's speaking through this distinct feeling, this unmistakable impression or this picture in my mind or this fresh awareness, this revelation that I'm too dumb to know that. It's got to be from you, God. Sometimes it's through the Scriptures, as I said before, and sometimes it's something that's totally out of the blue. For me, sometimes it's been things like somebody that I haven't seen for ages. It just comes to my mind. It's laid on my heart. And I just have this sense, I need to call them. And I give them a call, chat with them. How are you doing? How's your day been? Oh man, these last few days have been terrible. I didn't know. God prompts me just through them coming to my mind. You see, the best way for us to continue on, the, on, on a role of getting to know the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit minister through us, is to respond. God gets dropped in, someone gets dropped into your heart, give them a call. In your day-to-day lives, respond in that moment. Give them an encouragement. I remember, I remember we were on, a, on some holidays in a place um, called Merry Beach in, in New South Wales, and we were camping. And um, we are away for a little while. This is, this is a number of years ago. And um, we, we borrowed a tent. We, <laughs> we actually decided to go camping. So we borrowed a tent and then we realised we didn't have anything to go in the tent. So we borrowed a mattress and then we, we realised that we didn't really have a, an esky that was sort of big enough to, to put ice blocks in. So we borrowed an ice block and then we realised none of it would fit in the car. So then we borrowed a car to take everything away with us. It was Kaz's sister and brother-in-law that we borrowed everything off. We finally got away. And we had dinner and we cooked up dinner. And you know how you have those communal places where you wash everything up? Well, there is. There's a communal place that you, when you've, when you've cooked everything, you go and wash up. And I'm, I'm over there washing up and you know, sort of getting to know some of the other travellers around the place. And there's this big guy, really big guy. And he would have been, I don't know, a guy in his maybe his 60s. And we start washing up together. And I just sort of said g'day and started chatting to him. And he started chatting to me. And I just felt like God say, get to know him. Just, just this, when I say felt God say, there was just this inner impression, get to know him. So 
it's almost like go beyond the small talk. So we just started chatting and I asked him what he did and I asked him what he's about. And he was told me that he was part of a four-wheel drive club and that he's retired now. And as we were standing around this communal wash basin, he starts to talk to me and open up about, and I asked him what he did, what he used to do before he retired. And he said he worked on the mines and he worked on the mines all his life. And then I started to ask him about kids. And he told me about his kids and then he, and he paused. He said, actually, I had one other son too. And he said, my, what, my, my other son worked on the mines with me and at 21 years of age, he actually died in a terrible mine collapse. And, and he stopped and he looked at me and he said, mate, he said, what's your name? And I said, Murray. And he said, I've never talked to anyone about this. He said, what am I doing talking to you about this? We'd only met like five, 10 minutes earlier and we're just chatting away. God prompts me. I start to have a conversation. God's doing something in his life and we start to chat. And he didn't know, but I, Kaz and I at another time will go in more detail, but we actually have two beautiful daughters, but in between Brooke and Casey, we had another daughter and she died. So we understand the, the, the loss of a child, although we didn't have the privilege of having um, Courtney live with us for 21 years. But he says to me, I've never spoken to anyone about this. And we spoke and we related and this big Aussie guy is crying, going, I don't know why I'm crying. But he's just sharing with me. And I just, I just let him and we just talked and we chatted away. And we finished the conversation and he said, <laughs> he said to me, why, why am I telling you this stuff? And I just said, look, I don't know. I said, but I really appreciate you being open enough to share that with me. And I just said, I'm a Christian. Can I pray for you? And he looked at me. And so we just quietly just got there and we just prayed. And he said, yeah, okay. And I just prayed for him. And we left and that was it. I didn't, he didn't, I didn't get to lead him to Jesus, but I believe that was part of the journey. But sometimes when we're available and we feel a prompt and we go there, we don't know what God's going to do with those situations and circumstances. You see, when we train our ears and we train our eyes to the things of heaven, Holy Spirit speaks. We just need to learn how to listen because He is speaking to you and He wants to speak through you. It's kind of like that movie. Remember the movie Bruce Almighty? You've seen the comedy, Bruce Almighty? You know, and, and um, what's, what's the main actor in that movie? Bruce, no, not Bruce, the actor. <laughs> Bruce. Ah, oh, yes, old Bruce. Jim Carrey. And he's there and, he's, and, he's, and he's, he's crying out to God. He said, God, give me a sign. God, will you give me a sign? I need to know what's going on. God, will you give me a sign? And he's driving down the road and there's these signs. Stop, don't go. go. Give me a sign, God, give me a sign. And then all of a sudden, bang, he has an accident. And he doesn't read the signs that are already there when he's asking God to give him a sign. It's kind of like that for us. God, will you speak to me? God, will you speak to me? I don't understand. You seem so far away. Speak to me. And he says, I am. I'm speaking. See, John chapter 10 and verse 14 says, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and my sheep know me and I lay my life down for the sheep. My sheep listen to my voice and I know them. He wants us to be listening. He wants us to be listening. He wants to be our comforter and a messenger. But he, God, through His Spirit, when it comes to being 
in relationship and being heard by his children, our, our heavenly father will not compete. He's not gonna contend with others. He won't compete against the noise of life. He won't contend. He'll just keep speaking. And he wants us to lean in. You remember in 1 Kings, there's a story where the Lord tells Elijah to go out and stand on the mountain. In chapter 9 and verse 11, he says, for the presence of God will pass by. Go and stand on the mountain. The presence of God will pass by. And Elijah goes out and stands on the mountain. He's waiting for God. He's waiting for the presence of God. And there's this great, powerful storm comes past. But God's not in the great, powerful, loud storm. And it shatters rock and it tores mountains apart. But the Lord wasn't in the storm. And then there's a huge wind that comes and there's an earthquake and there's damage and there's things, you can see things everywhere. And the Scriptures say, but the Lord wasn't in the earthquake. And there's a huge fire. The Scripture said the Lord wasn't in the fire. And then after the fire, the Scriptures say there was a gentle whisper. And when Elijah heard the whisper, he recognised that it was God. See, often God speaks with nothing more than a nudge. We, we, want, we want the, the earthquake. And he, he can speak through an earthquake, he can. But most of the time he speaks through a nudge. He speaks through a whisper. He speaks through a prompt. His divine whisper, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. You heard that phrase before? Still small voice of the Holy Spirit. And he's inviting us to lean in a little. He's inviting us to press our ear close to his lips. You see, the world shouts at us. And the enemy, you know that we're in a battle, don't you? The enemy shouts at us and God whispers. Kaz, would you come up? Thanks, babe. See, the, the world and the enemy shouts lies. And that's what we hear because it's shouted. So the world shouts at us, you're no good. You're ugly. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You can't get by. You'll never make it in this world. Nobody likes you. The world shouts lies. The enemy shouts lies at us. Who do you think you are? And the enemy continues to shout lies at you and you hear them. And some of you believe the lies that the enemy and this world is shouting at you. But you have to understand that God stands and He whispers, you're more than enough. I love you. I have a plan and a purpose for your life. I created you in such a way that we can have relationship. I will never stop speaking to you. I'll never stop loving you. There's nothing you can do that can get in the way of my love for you. You are more than enough. You're beautiful. You're a princess. You're my princess. I'll show you the way. Don't listen to this. Listen to me. Because what I speak is truth. I love you. I love you. You see, the Holy Spirit continues to speak that to you. But what we have to do is we have to learn to block out the lies of this world who shout enemy, shout things that the enemy wants you to think about yourself that are totally lies. They are not truths. 
And if I said some stuff before and you started to feel yourself get angry, that's because you have believed that about yourself and it's not true. The truth is, you are more than a conqueror. That God, if you were the only person on this earth, he would have, His Son Jesus would have died for you. Why? So that you can have a personal relationship with a God who loves you. So that you can hear the still small voice of the Holy Spirit encouraging you, whispering truths to you, that you're not alone, that you're talented, that He's always here for you, that you're gifted, that you have a purpose, that you belong, that you are forgiven, that you are beautiful. See, the devil shouts lies, the world shouts lies, people will shout lies. God whispers truth through His Holy Spirit. And it's time that you start to posture and position yourself to hear the truth that God says. Have the insight and the foresight to understand what He's saying and to walk with Him. And why does God whisper? Why does He not shout? Why does God whisper? He doesn't have to shout because He's close. He's close. He's right with you right now. No matter where you run, no matter how much you try and hide, no height, no depth, no anything can separate us from the love of God. Holy Spirit, God is with you right now whispering, I've got a plan for your life. And if you'll trust me and not listen to the things of this world, but focus in on what I want to say, watch what I do with your life. Watch what I do with your life. The inner, still, small voice of the Holy Spirit whispers and He wants you to know His voice. If you'll posture and position yourself and believe the truth of what He says. Kaz was prompted one day by the still, small voice of the Holy Spirit to write a letter to a young man that she hadn't seen, we hadn't seen for quite a while. And she didn't know why, but she just felt that God said to her just to write a letter and just encourage this young man. Young man, married, young, young, young child. Actually, he wasn't at that stage. No, he wasn't married at that stage. Um, and he wrote, she wrote him a letter and sent it. Didn't do any more about it. It was just obedient with the whisper and that's all. Three days later, he calls Kaz and he says, can we catch up? And they catch up and he said, why did you send me write that letter? She said, I just felt, I felt God said to write you a letter and tell you what God thought of where you're at. And he said, the day I received that letter, I had a rope in the boot of my car and I was going to take my life. I was going to take my life. And he said, what you wrote, not just that I got the letter, what you wrote in that letter changed my whole perspective of my life and what was happening in that moment and I didn't follow through on it and he said thank you and, and Kaz just said don't thank me thank God still small voice of the Holy Spirit wants to speak in you and through you if you let him if you let him you know if you've never ever thought about a relationship like this with God that's what he wants for all of us whether you're kicking the tires of the Christian faith or whether, you, or whether you've been a Christian for lots and lots of years, God is drawing you closer. And I believe the Holy Spirit is whispering to your heart right now. So we're going to pray. And my challenge to you, remember we prayed and we said, God, would you speak to me?
You asked him to speak to you when we first started, and I believe he has been. So our, our, our responsibility now is to respond. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you say in your scriptures, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide us in all truth. And so right now, Lord, I pray that you would guide each of us in truth. You know, if you're here right now and you've been listening to lies, you've been hearing lies, whether, whether you've been hearing them from people or maybe you've even been speaking them to you, over yourself, it's time for you to hear and respond to the truth. And so right now, if you're in this place and you go, Murray, I, 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 wanna, I wanna start hearing more from God and less from this world. Wherever you're at in your faith journey, I know there are people here going, I, I want to walk with God. I wanna experience the Holy Spirit in my life. I wanna know that still small voice in a clearer and a deeper way. Wherever you're at in your faith, if that's you, I wanna pray right now for you. Would you just raise your hand so I can pray right now? Awesome. Every head's bowed, every eye's closed. We're just, I'm not talking about whether you're a Christian or not. I'm just saying, keep your hands up. If you want the Holy Spirit, you want to know the still voice of the Holy Spirit in a fresh and a new way, then just raise your hand. I want to pray for you. I know I met you, but I, that's me. That's, I'm putting my hand up. I want more of God. I want more of the Spirit of God in me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every single person who's responding and saying, I want to know the still small voice of the Holy Spirit in a fresh and new way. God, would you come? The God who answers prayers, will you come and right now will you pour out your Spirit on all people? Pour it out, Lord God. Pour it out right now in Jesus' Name. Pour out your Spirit. Have us know your direction. Have us know who you've made us to be. Have us know your love and your grace and your mercy. And I pray that over these next few days, that each of us who are desiring, desiring more of you, Lord God, that we might know that still small voice, that you might speak to us in a new way, in a fresh way, in Jesus' Name. And if you're here today with, as we continue to pray and you've never thought about this, a whole concept of, of, of talking with God, of hearing from God, if you've never thought about walking in a relationship with Jesus and right now, something's going on in your heart I want to say to you, that's God. God is knocking at the door of your heart and He's inviting you to open it up and invite Him in, to invite His Holy Spirit in. How do you do that? I'm glad you asked. Simply, we're going to pray and we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to come. So if you've never accepted Jesus into your life, if you, or, or, or maybe you did many years ago and you've been a long way from Him and you want to come back to Him, then I would love to pray for you. Is there anyone in the room right now, right now who says, Murray, oh, I want to come to Jesus. I want to know this God that you're talking about in an intimate way. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else? That's awesome. That's awesome. Is there anyone else? Don't miss the moment. Holy Spirit speaking to your heart. Holy Spirit speaking to your heart. God is reaching out to you right now and He's saying, will you come to me? Will you let me speak to you? Is there anyone else? I don't, want to, I don't want to leave this moment. If you're feeling prompted, I'm just going to pray for you. Is there anyone? Anyone else? All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray you bless this young lady. Father, in the name of Jesus, come by your Spirit and come alive in her. 
Church, I want you to all pray this prayer with me out loud. We're going to pray a really short prayer. And would you pray this prayer with me as well? Everyone in this room, we're going to pray this out loud. Dear Jesus, thank you that you died for me. And thank you that you rose again. That I can have a life with Jesus at the centre. Forgive me, Lord, for ignoring you so far. Come, be my Saviour, be my Lord, and speak into my life. I love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you again for joining. We hope you feel encouraged to take these words with you to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. For more resources and to connect with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our website.